Yeah, baby. We're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude? Live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. YKW. I started the social media podcast. The back. The YKWD podcast. YKWD is back again. Old school. Back in the day. Where it all started. Before them all. YKWD's podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up. You're ruining this. Where's the bandana, Sorry. It's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. Original. You know what, dude? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the longest-running, almost, maybe, don't fact-check me on that, East Coast comedy podcast in Hell's Kitchen or Westchester ever fucking taped, ever. That is a fact. I am the first. Think of your favorite podcast that you listen to. I was before them. How's that? And we're still here. We're still here. Years later, thousands of episodes in, and uh, I have one of the original, one of the original, we call him a reg, Joe List, a.k.a. The Truth, is here. Gabby Bryan is here. Hi. And Mush is in the background somewhere. Woo. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. What the fuck? Turn your sound on. I can't hear you. No, I'm kidding. It was a gag. Oh, you, oh. Oh, you gag stink. It was a gag. Screen Actors Guild. Uh, you're just a guild. You are. You're a guild. You're Gilda Radner. I, I love Gilda Radner. I loved her hair. Yeah, you're Gilda you Badner. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking. You're a fucking bad Gilder. Yikes. What's up, buddy? How are you? Uh, good. Great to see you. Uh, I have a hard out at 3 p.m. Twenty. I got 28 hey, minutes. Listen, I'll do my best. We don't fucking have hard outs. <laughs> no fucking hard outs. You know this fucking show. You wouldn't have your show if it wasn't for my show. And you come in first two seconds of the show, you're already starting off on a negative foot. Come on, first of all, the show could be 30 minutes to two hours long. You never know. First, You know what, dude? It's never been 30 minutes. You're right. It could be two hours to three hours long. I'm it's, saying do as long as you want. I'm saying I'm leaving in now 27 minutes. That's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> what, do you want, what do you want to talk to Gabby? Yeah, I'm boring. <laughs> you know Gabby. what? I'm going to cancel the father-son picnic I'm supposed to go to. I'll stay here for the full two hours. Uh, good, because it's only an hour. We do an hour. <laughs> um. <laughs> What? Where? Uh, where were you this weekend, Joe? Were you gigging? Oh, I was gigging, baby, big time, huge gigs. Uh, I did uh, Connecticut, Bloomfield, Connecticut, some brewery outside, and I did Mount Southington, a ski mountain in Connecticut. Whoa! Really? Yeah, you know the ski mountains in Connecticut. I didn't know that. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, I, but, but what what type of mountain could there probably be? Um, well, I don't understand. I've never driven through. I've been driving through Connecticut my whole adult life. I've never said, wow, look at that mountain range. Well, I think it's a quote unquote mountain. It's a real big hill. Mm. You know, 
What does this mean? Someone just said something. No, don't worry about it. Just oh, pay, all right. attention. pay attention to me. <laughs> all right, all right. Sorry. You don't pay attention to other shit. You pay attention to me. Okay, gotcha. Well, it's a big hill is what it is, but they call it a mountain, but it's a hill. So it's just a ski hill. It's a ski hill, but they call it Mount Southington. They call it, they throw, you know, they throw mountain well, what, out there. What defines a mountain? Ooh, I don't know. It's like a, it's like tits. Like Gabby has tits, but they're not tits. Right. No, it's like a hill. I have pecs. It's more like a, it's more like a, more, it's more like a hill, like a, a sled, not even sledding, more like a, it's like a backyard. Like a, it's like a dog hill. Right. Yeah, remember remember the video game uh, Excite Bike, where you made your own bike thing. Yeah, she's those little bumps that made the bike go like, you know yeah. those things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what happened. If you drove a car over her breast, you go, did it, did it. It's like an unpaved road, ultimately. Yeah, yes. she has potholes. <laughs> Abby, you would, you ever, would you ever get uh, fake breasts? Yeah, I've been talking about getting a boob job since I was fifteen. I want to get big honking stripper tits. Really? Yeah, I think it'd be funny. I think if Joe got tits, that would be funny. If you got tits, that would not be funny. <laughs> if, if I got tits, I feel like my career would get better immediately. Right. Oh, oh absolutely. The uh, the HBO uh, one hour special would be immediate. Yeah. Yeah. What would you call it? I'd call it Joe Tits. Joe Tits, <laughs> which is my name. I just realized is my name on Streamyard here. Oh yeah, this is Joe Tits. Hey, what kind of what kind of tits would you get, Joe? I would. I think I would get. Now I know what you're gonna say. I already have tits. I knew it was coming, but uh, <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, but you looked at my tits as soon as I said if I had tits, your eyes went down, and your eyebrows went up. I do. I'm I'm above that kind of humor. I don't. I'm not making any jokes like that anymore. Why? Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't want to hurt feelings. I want to make kind of softer jokes. Nice. Just sweet, cute jokes. There's a lot going on in the world these days. You just called my tits potholes. <laughs> no, you're gross. I'm talking like, <laughs> I mean, you're a disgusting human, but Bobby's right, a, right. a sweet soul and he's, he's trying his best. So, his his big fat tits shouldn't be the what subject the of. <laughs> I'm just saying, like your kind of grotesqueness isn't as funny what, anymore. What, what the fuck? You just called me grotesque. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm saying your grotesqueness. Yeah. The essence of your grotesqueness is not something to be made fun of. I think. That is just fucking. You know, speaking of me being grotesque. I, I'm doing this 30-day less titty challenge that I've created for myself and for whatever fans want to join. It's uh, on my Instagram live every day at 11 a.m. It's probably going to change a couple days to earlier, but I started it today. And, you know, there was only like 50 people there, and probably 40 of them were just fucking <laughs> just saying the most horrendous shit. Mm. <laughs> like what? I don't know. I couldn't read it because I was working out. But there was one guy. Here, here's my only problem. I don't really have a problem with it. You know, because I knew I know Instagram Live, it's going to happen. Uh, you know, they're going to come in the ONA crew uh, from back in the day and they're going to come in and start trashing me. And, 
you know, saying stuff, you know, and they're doing it in joke form. So I can't, I can't really be like, you're an asshole. Cause it's like, you look like, but it, it's something I really despise wordy fat jokes. It's like, you look like a fucking blah, blah, blah. And a blah, 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 met a blah, blah, blah. And then they were blah, blah. It's like, dude, you lost me. Yeah. You lost me. I'm gone. You're too wordy. Now is Gabby participating in the less titty challenge? No. She might she might die. Yeah, yeah. No, she <laughs> She's gonna I would concave. Yeah, she, we're gonna do a challenge with her where she slaps her own tits every day until they swell up. And <laughs> oh then, my god. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I if I got fake tits, we didn't we gotta come back to that because I feel I will like go back to that. that. Oh, sorry. Yes, okay, go ahead. I would get a nice I think like B cup, like a B thirty two or whatever, a nice little uh, handful. No, nah, I have a thirty two B now. You do. Yeah, I would want small D's. Yeah, you got thirty two B stings, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I I I think Joe, if I was going to do it, I would go C cup. I would never go D. D's too big. D is like. D's like strippers. I would go. I would go a C, a thirty-six C. Well, my back 36. is a little wider. All right, so I'd be. A, I'd be a fifty-eight C. <laughs> 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 but I would go C cup. C cup, I believe, is a perfect titty. A D is great. A natural D. A natural D. Sure. It's fantastic. Uh, a fake D uh, is just. Uh, it's. Uh, I don't know. Out of place. It's. It's not right. Uh, but a D, a big D, when they lay on their back, they spill over to the side under the armpits and stuff. It's not, it's not great. Melissa, you know, I'm going to yeah. C for you. Yeah, Melissa is absolutely right. A full C is the perfect titty. So, Joe, I would see you with a full B because you're so thin and tall. But if you got a full C, you'd be perfect. All right. All right. I'll think about it. I might do this. Fuck it. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah. Dude, if I got somebody to do it for free, like the whole operation, would you do it? Um, probably not. It's not something I'm really that interested in. I have a wife, and she has breasts that we share, uh, right. which is nice. <laughs> like everything, everything I need out of a breast, I can usually get from her. But I do think the career thing would be nice to get tits, and then I'm a guy with tits, and that would really give me some uniqueness. Right. It would, it would give you that thing, that little hook you're looking for. Exactly. It would be. It would give me two hooks in the back. What? Uh, <laughs> what? If you get a D, it's going to be three hooks. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Would well, you remember? You remember? Uh, I remember the big thing back in the day was unhooking a bra with one hand. It's yeah. still cool. I have to say, it's still a cool thing. I, I just I would go like this, snip, snip, and then I click. I'd click my hands like Thanos, and it would pop <laughs> off. So, Gabby, as a lady, can you quantify how exciting the one-hand bra unhook is? Like, if let's say, um, you know, we have a scale of zero to one hundred on like the horny turned-on scale, and you're at a twenty-five, and you have one guy who takes off your bra with two hands, and one that does it with one hand. What's the point differential there? I would, I mean, one to a hundred is an insane scale, but I would, <laughs> I would say 20 point. I think it's still, you don't need it, but it's a, it's like a party trick. When someone would do it, you're like, let's go. Yes. Like it oh. gives you a little pep, you know? 
because as as Bobby knows, it's not easy. So I'm just wondering how much time and effort men should put into this. Is it worth it? 20 points sounds worth it to take you from a 25 to a 45. I think it's worth it. I think I think you have to know how to do it, though. The worst is when a guy is trying to do it and then he's, it's taking a while and you're like, stop, I'll do it. That's yes. when you drop points. Yeah, I believe that when you're fumbling with a bra, if I'm if I was ever in the back with the one hand and I couldn't get it, I would just stop because I'd rather I would stop and then I'd be like, I'd do some sexy, take that off. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather back out than try to fumble and break the move because I think, you know, back in the day, I think this is assault now, but back in the day, <laughs> what you would want to do is you'd want to kiss and then you'd want to, you know, get in her ear a little bit, mm. you know, give her a little fucking little licking in the ear, a little little talking in the ear and then you want to graze a little breast and then you want to maybe get your hand in there a little bit and then pop that brow open and get up in there. Right. And then you you want to assault. Well, no, what I'm about to say is, and then you want to just pick (laughs) her up like a six pack and drag her to the bedroom. (laughs) Just stick two fingers in. No, I'm joking. Um, Like a bowling ball. Yeah. But then you want to move it down there and kind of, you know, graze it a little bit and get her crazy. And then you kind of push your hands down there and get a couple, get a couple piano plays in. Don't say that. And and then, yeah, you want to get a little of those. And then by that point, you know, you should, uh, she should be ready to go. Yeah. I'm a, first of all, I'm a fumbler. I'm a known fumbler. I'm like Ernest (laughs) Biner. I mean, I fumble a lot, but I always have to, I've never, gone straight into just seamless sex i can't do it because my whole way of getting laid is funny guy i'm not tough guy or cool guy i'm funny guy so i have to keep up the funny guy thing and i'm like i can't get a bra off what's wrong with me whoops (laughs) you you have to don notch you have to don notch your way into a pussy Completely. It's embarrassing. And this is why I had uh, difficulty having sex a second time. I got laid once many times, but very few repeat customers. Mm. I was, I always just transitioned very smoothly from a really good kiss and having some nice sex. And I used to fuck. I fucked outside. I fucked at cemeteries. I fucked in cars. I fucked. You fucked in cemeteries. Oh yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. How many times? A bunch because you know late night when you you could drive into the cemeteries and just i mean it's it's just a park with a bunch of dead people yeah you just open up a grave and you can fuck any one of them (laughs) yeah you'd go up way in the back up on the hill where the rich people where all the fucking rich people are buried with those tombs is pull your car over and it's it's actually pretty uh pretty nice cemeteries at night are beautiful if you can get over the freakiness and then nobody's there but there is a little excitement because you'll see headlights from the security every once in a while, and you gotta either hurry up and finish or, you know, pretend like you're looking for your grandmother. Did you see? Do you know where Mary Donlin's grave is? <laughs> <laughs> I got herpes on a playground because I didn't want to fuck in a cemetery. What? How old was the kid? Uh, um, <laughs> She was a woman, but she was, I've probably told this story before on here, maybe, she was like approaching a uh, little person status. I think she's like 4'11", and I'm 6'8 and a half, 
and we fucked in a playground at night. So from any distance, it did look like I was fucking a kid. And I was really nervous. I couldn't come because I was like, if anyone sees us, they're going to shoot us. They're going to shoot me. <laughs> she had tiny little legs. She was like little Gary Veter. Uh, <laughs> uh, <thank you. laughs> uh, shit. But what is, a, what is the uh, little person's official status? It's below five foot, right? Oh, I, think, on, I fucked a little person, maybe. I don't I know. Think, I, I, I think it might be 4'8 or 4'10. I don't know. I'm not oh, sure. Are we not saying midget, right? It's little person? Are we saying the right? Yeah, yeah this is a very politically correct show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We've always been politically correct here at YKWD. <laughs> Blacks. Gays. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I love banging outside. Banging outside, to me. I mean, one time I got this girl, rock and roll girl. Oh, so cute. Just a rock and roll chick. And we went to Revere and uh, I took her out to this, this rocks. These rocks went way out into the ocean and at low tide, it would, they would, you know, there'd be a lot of space. And we went way out to the last rock and we just fucked on a rock and the waves started crying. Tide was coming in and oh, it was fucking great. It sounds amazing. You sound like Burt Lancaster. Oh my god, <laughs> that's hot! I fucked oh, yeah. in the woods one time, and deer ran by while we were fucking, and it was <laughs> spooky. That's very elf-like. That's she was an elf. Nymph. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked on I, rooftops, but that's it. What? Because you, you're in New York City, boo! Who? Fo- everybody's fucked on a rooftop. What are you, a pigeon? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, her, there's <laughs> Gabby's fucking shitty internet. Her father has nine hundred million dollars, and she can't get fucking good internet. Bobby, did you know? I, it, that I try rev- to fix it every time. Oh, just tell your dad to put a satellite on your roof. She can't. She's fucking on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> um. Bob, did you know that Revere is becoming like very hip and expensive now? Revere, Everett, their their rents are through the roof. Those are hipster places now. You know why? Because I moved out. No, the casino. <laughs> oh, right, the casino. The Encore Casino that went in there. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, Revere. I lived on Revere Shirley Ave for a long time. People don't know what Shirley Ave is. Back in the day, it was very Jewish, Italian uh, shoe stores. A lot of shoe stores on Shirley Ave. And then uh, later it became uh, white trash and uh, uh, Vietnamese people. What's, what was that? I'm sorry. The st- weird. I'm getting like an echo in my thing. But I said. What the fuck? Wait, I think that's uh, China. I think that is China. It wasn't Vietnamese is more. Uh, I mean, Gabby just looks appalled by this. I, I'm trying not to get canceled, so anytime anyone says something not PC, I go like this. Of course Gabby's appalled. Why wouldn't she be appalled? Huh? Hello? What? Are you appalled, Gabby? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to get canceled from, Gabby? You've never done anything. Yeah, I know, but maybe like witnessing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the rule book is these days. So I'm just trying oh. to play it safe. Oh, no, I show. mean, like you have no success. 
Oh, that when you say it like that, yeah. <laughs> oh, this this is the show that's going to cancel it right here. Oh, hundred percent. This is oh, this she- is the thing that people will bring up. Oh, I hope I hope that happens. I hope she's literally holding up the Oscar, and then right after it, it's just you know Luis Gomez saying the N word nine times, and her going, <laughs> and then <laughs> handing, handing him her panties. <laughs> And the movie, the movie is all about women's rights. <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. Good thing you won't be able to read the internet or anything because your internet sucks. What is that photo behind you? Is that a naked woman with her legs? Yeah, it's, it's Matisse. Oh, okay. Stop showing off. Um, it's a print. <laughs> Joe, where is the best place you've had sex? Um, that's a tough one. I mean, to me, best place, I, it sounds nerdy, but a bed is the best place to have sex. Like the woods is kooky and fun and deer ran by and I had sex on a playground and I got herpes. It looked like I was fucking a child. So that's a fun story. <laughs> but a bed is where you fuck. I mean, the floor sucks. Cars are no good. A bed is the best place to fuck. I'm sorry. I'm I'm old. I'm mature. I like a bed. I I think that I think that outside is the best place to fuck. You really can't think that? I do. I do because. <laughs> oh, I, I I've had sex in a gym. What, what kind of gym? Like a basketball gym or like a like MMA a Bally's gym. Total Fitness? In like an MMA gym. You oh, I've done. The, you fucked done that. You've done that? Yeah. It's so fun. What do you mean you've done that? You haven't fucked it in an MA. You just started yeah, I've like to a month ago. Uh, wait, you fucked the, your teacher? That's right. I've yeah. done that. Yeah. I'm talking to Joe. Wait, I want to hear Gabby's story because hers sounds wait. real and hot. Mine was a, yeah. a bit, but Gabby's oh, getting into it. All right. I thought you really fucked a guy in the gym. I was like having sex with my personal trainer and we did a boxing class and then had sex in the gym. Wow. Did you wear the gloves? Yeah. I just fucking knocked him in the head the whole time. Did you, did jerk, he... him off? Did you jerk him off with the gloves? Yeah. Like this. <laughs> you know did how he... hot it is to get jerked off with no thumbs? <laughs> did he use his speed bag? <laughs> mm? Does that one work? <laughs> Kind of <laughs> worked. Mush was about to say something. Mush, what were you going to say? You, you, you fucked a guy in the gym. That's how she got cauliflower pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That's good, Mush. He comes in with a good one every once in a while. Um, that's that's Mush's thing. And he backed out. He came in and then backed out. Like I'm not going to well, say it. Well, as a non-joke, a, a gym mat would be the worst place to have sex on because that's how you get staph infections. Yeah, ringworm just all over my body. Yeah, they don't clean that shit. So. Where, where did you fuck him in the You were at a fancy gym, so your gym was probably great, but most of us are dirt gyms. So I was at a gym in Greenpoint, so it wasn't that. Okay, but where and what time of day? It had to be at night, right? It was at night. No one was in the gym. So he, like- owns, he owns the gym. Yeah. So all we have to do is find out. Mush, can you find out MMA gym, Greenpoint, <laughs> Brooklyn? I don't, do not guy. do not Mush, don't listen mush she's not your boss no. I am. don't don't do this <laughs> do what you did it you're fucking rat you're totally I can't tell a green. story you're, you're gonna bring up the person 
There, there are several, so it wouldn't. There's like well, sixteen. Bring of them up there. one or two. I want to see. <laughs> bring up I the know. fattest gym owner. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever the ugliest gym owner you can find would be great. Now, well, here, now, here's a list. <laughs> I'll tell you which one it is. I'm gonna, Gabby. Here's a list. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read them to you. Okay. It was <laughs> Alana. It was Alana. No, it wasn't. It was Badass Academy. That's who <laughs> you. Badass Academy. Oh, Body Reserve was a no. It was Badass Academy. The Catholic gym. Brooklyn Athletic Club. No. How about Brooklyn Sports Club? Did oh, your Did your trainer tap out when you took your shirt off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Chuck? I had a mouth guard in, and he just knocked me in the face. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you had a mouth guard. <laughs> hey, what, what did he rub you down with his jizz? <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. This is getting <laughs> terrible. Um, so where did you fuck him in the in the uh or make love? Where did you make love to him? In I the, made love. Where? In the gym, just on the in, on a towel where? on the mat or a blanket on the mat. He, he oh, so he had a fuck blanket. We bang clients gym. <laughs> so he had a fuck blanket. Yeah. We oh, kind so of planned on doing it. Oh no. Nice. Oh. So you're gonna you're gonna do twenty minutes of 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 bag work and then do yeah. an hour of bag work. <laughs> <laughs> that's hot. You don't think that's hot, Joe? No, that is hot. Um, Gabby puts the BJ in BJJ. <laughs> Sorry, I've just been writing uh, gym jokes in my head over here. Um, no, that's hot. That's fun. I mean. But still, a bed is better. That's an interesting, neat yeah. place. But it's fucking on a bed. fucking red mat is not as hot as a nice, queen-size mattress. Here, fucking your wife in a bed is better. Fucking a chick that you're fucking is better doing it outside or somewhere else. Because when you're done, you can just go get food. Yeah, that's true. Because you're out. When, you, when you're done fucking a girl in the bed that you don't that you're kind of banging... You're in the bed. Now you have to do that white husband wife thing. Pretend to be closer than you are. Yeah, you're gonna lie there and she's gonna roll over and snuggle and you're gonna lie there like this. You're gonna, you know, when do we get up and wipe the jizz off of each other? And she's gonna wanna kiss you with the mouth that, you know, oh, you know, just had your kids in it. You know, if, if you're in a fucking gym, fucking on a blanket, a fuck blanket, as soon as you're done, you're getting up, cleaning off and you're, you're home. You're done with each other. Right. Yeah. And you got to work out in. Yeah, too. Yeah. Right. You did. You did double core work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, though. I got no other uh, great places. You've never fucked in a great place. No, that swallow was aggressive, Gabby. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. It, it came out. It was in both my ears. Yeah, but dude, she, was she was trained by a professional. <laughs> it was loud. It, it emanated. Yeah, he trained her professionally. Swallow. One more. Two more. <laughs> Fifteen sets. So, Gabby, where was the craziest place you ever fucked? In the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I've had... I feel like the gym is a crazy one. I've had sex in like, like a on vacation out in like a villa. It's <laughs> not <laughs> that crazy. That's fucking natural. The thriller in the villa. I don't Just know. I think it. that's it. 
I, I, you know where I fucked once. I, I know a place that you fucked, Bobby. I, I, I'm gonna, I'll just go honor system. I don't want to say it in case I get you in trouble. But if you say yours, I'm gonna say, yep, that's the one I knew. We'll go honor system, and if it's not, I'll be like, oh, I was thinking of a different one. I fucked on a stage. <gasps> oh, I've done that too. In a church. Oh. During an AA meeting. <laughs> My God. During. <laughs> I mean that's that's too much. That's offend- I'm offended on multiple counts. I fucked in a tent. Uh, wait a minute. On a why? Beach. Why are you offended at mine? I came out. I'm telling you. Well, I think you're breaking anonymity. I think that um, <laughs> God. I believe God is watching and listening, and also your God. And I hope. I hope whoever he or she was had some time, and it wasn't her first day. You fucking scoundrel. <laughs> no, was no. Call me a scout. Melissa fucked behind a dumpster at a strip club. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Why a dumpster? <laughs> Couldn't have moved five feet over to the fucking uh, like the Taco Bell. I mean, Jesus Christ! I've made out on top of a dumpster. Uh, really? Wow! What was his name? Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. Joe, what were you gonna say? Well, I thought you had one in the in the back of a, a comedy club at one point, in like a oh, club. Oh yeah, the comedy cellar. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure if you could say that. Oh yeah, I yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah. Who's that? That's Sarah. Sarah's leaving. She's had enough of this. Oh, is she was she here the whole time? She was here the whole time. She's appalled. Why would you? But she didn't hear any of it. Of she course, just, she just packed up the bag and left. Really? That's because you yeah. didn't fuck her outside. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> she's going. She's going to the park to masturbate. <laughs> it was who the hell is Melissa? Time. Is Melissa on the show? No, she's just part of the show. They're they're all watching. They have a bunch of people watching right now. Oh, I thought that was like a producer piping in. No, we have. Uh, if you look to the right at the comments, we have a bunch of people commenting on the show live. Um, live. I'm on private chat. Switch to the comments. Oh, I see. There you go. Um, oh, now I'm going to be distracted. I had sex in a tent on a beach while other people were on the beach around us. Well, that's you're in a tent, though. That's intense. Yeah, but it was like a beach tent. <laughs> <laughs> I banged a cashier of Little Peach in the walking cooler. <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. How do you get his dick hard in that cold environment? Yeah, uh, like he's a merchant marine. That's how. Um, <laughs> I actually banged a girl in the walking uh, cooler at uh, at D'Angelo's slash Dunkin' Donuts. Wow. Yeah, the girl from Dunkin' Donuts. I was the head guy at D'Angelo's. She was the girl at Dunkin' Donuts. And I was in there uh, getting some uh, steak, and she came in looking for some, uh, for some Egg McMuffins, and uh, I, I did my thing. Wow. She yeah, that's true. She got some egg McSeaman. Hmm? God. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, no, it was great. I mean, I, I absolutely, absolutely think that outside is the best place. Anywhere but a bedroom. A bedroom is so s- fucking hacky. But that's where the vibrator is. And without assistance, she's not going to have an orgasm. Am I right, boys? 
have you ever um, tried to improvise on a vibrator? What do you mean improvise? Like, like if you had you didn't have a vibrator, but you made one. Oh yeah, I've used the back of like my electric razor because that thing vibrates. I've used that, but then you got to be afraid you're gonna clip off or you know, clip cock, clit, clit. <laughs> um, and then um, I've done that, and also ah <laughs> oh, fuck, we did something else at one point. But vibrator is key, I think. Uh, fucking in a pool is terrible. Yes, I think a vibrator is key, man. I think a vibrator. I mean. If you really want a woman to have a great time, it's the the vibrator to a woman's clitoris is the blowjob to a guy's penis. Yeah, I read I recently, read? very recently, that eighty percent of women cannot come without clit stimulation. Eighty. That's a lot. Just Gabby? generally clit stimu stimulation. You, are you like? Wasn't, are you sure it wasn't women in their eighties? Mm. <laughs> no, like only 20% of women can fuck from just straight coming without touching their clit or vibrator finger, what thumb, whatever come, it is. You mean other way can come from straight fucking, not fuck from straight coming. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I get dyslexic when I think about, you know, sex. But yeah, only 20% of women can actually fuck, cause, which is that's the image we had our whole lives from movies and stuff is you just plow a woman and she comes. So that's all I tried for like 10 years. Right, yeah. That's true. That's true. We were taught that you just get on, you kiss, you grab a little booby, and then you go. And then she's like, oh, my God, flips out. Yeah, that's incorrect. It's incorrect. Flips out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Yeah, you have to you have to do something more. Uh, Want to read that, Gabby? I can't read that. Got my dick sucked on the G train platform, and I had a corn snake with me in a tank. She gave it to me as a gift. She worked at Petland. I, I could read that. I just wanted to hear you read it. <laughs> way way harder when she read it. Uh, why Why would you have, why have a corn snake? I don't know. I thought he was going to say I had a corn snake, which is some type of. Uh, thing you know another name for a wart on my dick i had uh she sucked my dick on the train and I had a cord snake wart <laughs> thing <up. laughs> um warts that reminds me of the short film we made robert available on my youtube right now it's called warts starring robert kelly sarah talamash and me that's not it mike what the fuck <laughs> that's a corn snake that's oh, a corn snake <laughs> Yes, available. What's your what is it again? What is your page again? I don't know. YouTube. Joe List, I think. Yes. Comedy. I have no idea. I suck at YouTube. I suck at YouTube too. You know what you can use as a vibrator too, which I found out. Mm. Uh very cheap. 
go to CVS electric toothbrush. Oh, that's the other thing we tried. We tried that. She got get, a cavity. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and, and put some toothpaste on it, and it tastes good. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could use the toothbrush on that thing. Um, but you put you put the backside of the toothbrush on the clitoris, and then you uh, lick away, and they will blow their fucking nuts. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get them over the fact that it's your toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you put the oral in oral B. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I would suggest throwing the toothbrush head out when you're done, unless you want to. Uh, yeah, those are great. Yeah, those are perfect. You can buy one of those and bzzz, the backside of that right on the clitoris, right? Yeah, I love it. Now, sure. Gabby, Gabby, are you a? Can you come from penetration alone, or do you need some some clit stim? I can. I don't. I've never had a vibrator. I think it'll ruin me. So I'm actually purposely not using one. Therefore, I come during sex. Oh. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. I've never. Yeah, you never use one. So you, the only way you can come is from sex. Yeah. But and what I if, think what? Don't you jerk off occasionally? Like you must you must have experienced clit stimulation at some point, right? Well, yeah, I do it the old-fashioned way. Look at the size of those witch fingers. Those things. Look at this. Yeah, look at those things. <laughs> but you can no, I, come from just straight penetration? I can. I mean, there's wow. still like foreplay, you still have to be into it. But I feel like women are using uh, vibrators so much that it makes your clit numb. I yeah, know, Melissa. She, She's old school. She fucking she she jerks off like Susan Sarandon. Yeah. So you're you're in the twenty percentile then, Melissa. You're you're involved in this. You can still come during sex with the vibrator. Yes, of course. Sure. I'm just trying not to ruin my um, sensitivity. Right. It's like deleting Twitter is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're deset. You don't want to be de you know desensitized because you can get desensitized to everything sexually. I have friends who have to wean themselves off of their vibrators to even come with a guy. Wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I I actually have uh, decided, and I accomplished it almost this weekend, to not to not look at porn anymore on the road. Nice. For, was it Thursday? I failed. I I blame Melissa and Lou, and because I they had a uh, a Zoom thing going, the ladybugs. Fans of the the show, the Calter and Kelly show, and this show, they have Zoom meetings. So I they invited me in. I stopped in and I told them that I'm not going to do that. And they were like, "Why? You should do it. You should masturbate, Bobby. Play with your cock while you're away. What are you going to do when you go home?" And uh, it gave me the excuse I needed. But Friday and Saturday I didn't, and I felt better. That's great. There was something about it where I was like, I just. I wasn't in that fucking hunt and seek mode. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm. Um, my head was clearer. <laughs> my armpits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll explain that later. <laughs> oh boy. Um, no, that's good. I feel I feel grateful. Like porn is to me what vibrator is to Gabby. I've never gotten into porn, and I feel grateful that I don't have that need. Really. What? I'm not really into it either. You don't like? You've never got into it. Yeah, I mean, I've watched porn, certainly, but I've never been a guy that's like really into porn, needing porn. Even when I've watched porn, I have to end up, I end up putting it down to come. You know, 
it's funny because I was brought up on so much porn. And then especially when you got into comedy and porn has become free. I mean, porn is free. I used to go down with Patrice and we'd go to the porn stores in Times Square and go buy. Like we'd spend an hour like you would at Blockbuster looking for a good Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. <laughs> we, would, we, would, we would scroll the aisles just looking for great porn. And, uh, you know, we'd walk out. He'd be like, what'd you get? And I'd be like, I got this. He goes, let me borrow that when you're done. And I'll, I'll let you take these. I remember David Tell would show up at the cellar with a bag of porn and just, hey, dude, here you go, and give you like 10 DVDs of just atrociousness. And yeah. it was just so acceptable. I think that um, I benefited from I was born in 82. And back when I was a kid, back when I was banging, it was quite hard to come by porn. You had to be 18 to buy it, and then you feel like a creep, and there was no internet, obviously. So I was jerking off to fantasy and People magazine and shit. And then <laughs> by the time it was free, even when it went on internet, it was like you'd have to pay for the website, and you'd get all this spam, or it could fuck up your viruses, yeah. and, which I ended up getting a virus anyways. But uh, so eventually by the time, <laughs> herpes, herpes. By the time it was free, I was already out. I had already, I was already twenty years into jerking off with no porn. So I, I benefited I, from my my age. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense because I had the same thing when I grew up. We didn't have shit. We had to look jerk off to a magazine. Yeah, but I, a, but some you were corrupted. My parents were 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 helpful. They didn't allow me to have porn. Yeah, my parents, it wasn't like they gave me porn. It wasn't like my mom was like, here, jerk off to this, you peck ahead. It was more, <laughs> they didn't deter me from it. They didn't teach me about sex. I remember finding my parents' porn in their bedroom in the drawer just under their TV. And it was all like Renaissance themed. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> And then forever, I thought porn hear was like ye, hear ye. actors. My <laughs> balls doth need sucking. Someone fuck my muff. Like, it's all just weird people in cloaks. I, and I was found, like, is that all porn? I remember I found my, my stepfather's porn in his drawer, and it was fat chicks. Oh. And I was like, um, what the hell? It was like chubby. He liked chubby chick porn. Which kind of fucked me up because I was like, why wouldn't you just get the hot chicks porn? And then I looked at my mom. I was like, all right, I get it. <laughs> I got it. Well, I was a little chubby at the time. So, yeah, I guess it's not that my parents didn't teach me anything about sex either. I think I just didn't have access to it somehow. I, but, but Melissa just posted, why didn't you find it in the woods? And we did actually find porn in the woods. That's crazy that a lot of people had that experience. I guess people really? were just hiding their porn in the woods. Yeah, because people go out and jerk off in the woods or people throw their shit out in the woods or, you know, yeah, it is a weird. I found porn in the woods, too. That's weird. I never. You, you've never what? Found porn in the woods. Well, you've never looked. <laughs> sure. That was never my goal of going into the woods was to find porn. Yeah. Some people had a metal detector. I would just go and sniff for a spurt. Nothing. I got nothing. Just dry to come. Once I caught my dad watching gay porn. What? Oh, my God. Well, look at his wow. name. Obsessive fruit. <laughs> yeah. Tell us more about that. I want to hear about that. That's There's no way. There's no way. 
It could be. I mean, plenty of dads are gay. I mean, my dad was watching, obviously, Renaissance porn, which is kind of gay in a way. Yeah, that's but that's the other gay. Right. That's the straight guy gay. I never understood the thing. I heard. What does it say? Read that, Gab. I never understood the thing of the hard pages in the magazines. Who comes on the magazine seems stupid. Because you, the magazine has to be at a place. You're not hold. You can't hold it and jerk off. So you want to place it down so you you can see it. Like sheet music. To- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's- <laughs> you can't hold it up here. You gotta you gotta put it on the fucking piano. And uh a lot of time and coming on the actual having an orgasm on the girl's butt, the 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 girl, it's kinda like you're having sex with her. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you come on the face. <laughs> See, uh, skeet does that mean come or sex? I feel old. What does skeet mean? I don't know. I'm not going to break down the joke like that. I got it. Uh, How much? To ej- ejaculate, basically. That's what skeet means? Yeah. Okay. As per the song, yes. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, skeet, skeet, skeet. That song? Yeah. So that means jizz, jizz, jizz. But if it was like huh. a white person. If going back, okay, I, I, I had a whole session about this today in therapy, by the way. Oh, I'm going tomorrow. I can't wait. If, if, I could go back in time and I know people are going to think I'm side queer for saying this, but if I could go back in time and not, and have a normal sex uh, experience in my life and maybe have sex later in life and, and get more information on sex, I would definitely do that because in my first couple of experiences with sex were just fucking fucked me up i still have them they still affect me today you know what i mean so it's like i i get grossed out by sex in certain ways or i need it to be bad or weird because it was that way when i was a kid because my first sexual experience was first grade whoa so crazy that that's your formative years zero through seven yeah, first or second. I I couldn't. Ma- I don't even let Max swear. Never mind, suck a chick's tits in a bush. You know what I mean? Ew. Uh, <laughs> the satellite TV was on gay porn channel the last time it was shot off. Shot shot off. Shut off. Shut off. I turned turned it back on. Last person to watch TV was my dad. And that was the first thing that popped up. Never thought t- taught all the porn or are gay. I so. Oh, that was weird. Yeah, well, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean. Yeah, your dad's into gay porn. That's fine. Yeah, what you, yeah, You're that's into, cool. you know what, dude? You know, both I, fucked up. I, want, I actually <laughs> want to clean up my act before Max gets older. Because I don't want him to fucking grab my iPad one day when I'm fucking out and type in, you know, Sheridan Hotel and fucking SH, you know comes up and then fucking 19 shemale sites just <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, maybe that's good though he won't feel all the shame that i that that people have when they look at shemale porn you know <laughs> yeah but i mean i don't want him looking i don't want him seeing any of that shit until 
he, he, until it's time, until he's in puberty and he's going to start to masturbate or whatever, or he asked me about it and I'll be like, yeah, it's okay. You know, but I would, you know, I just, it sucks. I mean, we, I was the generation of pop-ups where you would Google like cookies and then 30 sex pop-ups would come up. So you just see them as a kid and they ruin you forever. So Max is the one generation who isn't seeing it, I feel. But you saw it? Yeah. Like we had pop-ups, porn pop-ups that would just come up anytime you were on the internet. And you you would click on it? No, it would just be full penetration video immediately popping up on your screen. Whoa. Your dad must have been watching some serious porn. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Robert, I don't think that's very progressive of you. I think nowadays, it's 2020. I think it's important to show kids all sexualities very early. Just kind of let them p- look through like a catalog. Like, you know, like in the old days, in the in those shitty days, you know, we would look at like a truck, a police car, a fire truck. Now it should be, you know, chicks with dicks, you know, gays, whatever. Something progressive. You need to be more forward thinking. Listen, I, <laughs> I think I'm not taking parental advice from you if that is your parental advice. I, I'm pretty sure a truck, an astronaut, uh, the universe is probably a little better for a seven, eight, nine, ten year old than a shemale getting sucked off from a sissy boy i just think Um, once we have our kid i'm gonna really show it a lot of vicious violent porn just so right he or she understands whatever whatever he or she chooses to be they'll understand that a lot of women have dicks (laughs) no i don't think that's the case i think that's there's not a lot of women have penises it's a very small percentage, but if he chooses to ever watch that, like if I ever caught my kid masturbating to some weird shit, I wouldn't give a shit. It wouldn't affect me. I wouldn't care. Um, I'd be like, you know, whatever, dude, whatever you like to, whatever floats your boat is fine with me. You know, but what if it happened this week at his age, you walk in and he's looking at a I'd porn. Devastated. I'd be devastated. And if it was my fault, like if somehow it was because I'd be, I'd just, you know, <sighs> Because on a serious note, if I was ever talked to as a young kid about sex, if I could have went to my mother and said, hey, uh, something just happened and, and I don't know what it was. And if she had could have if talked to me about it and said, listen, sometimes those things happen. You, you should, probably should not do that right now. You're a little young. You should wait till you're older. And, and if that happens again, you can come to me or you feel like you want to do that. You talk to me. I would have been way better off as a human. You know what I mean? Because I have sex issues now that I still have to deal with because of back then. And the tough part is you're a comic and you're in the entertainment business. So fucking and sex is, it goes hand in hand with, you know, partying and fucking, you know, it's one of the, uh, one of the, uh, prizes you get with being a stand-up is you get to get laid at least it was now i you know with this generation i, I don't i don't know if it is i would, I would it still is huh? it is still is yeah yeah people want to fuck people do want to fuck but i just don't think of you course. should fuck in second grade <laughs> <laughs> people are fucking more than ever i have two different friends 
that are single dudes that have said they've fucked more than they've ever fucked in their lives in like the last three weeks. What did like, you? That makes sense though. Crazy numbers. Because everyone's coming out of quarantine, like not having fucked for six months and going crazy. Yeah, and we might be going back into some form of that. So people are getting it while they can. I, I mean, I think it's wild out there. I'm thinking about texting my wife and saying, let's see other people for a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if Sarah wanted to uh, swing, would you try it? Depends on who we're swinging with. I mean, is it you and Don or is it, you know, uh, whoever? Oh, my parents. Did you had, you had, <laughs> so you'd swing with me and Don? No, you were in the definitely not category. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no, I, I, it wouldn't. It doesn't work. Swinging doesn't work because you have to. I, I mean, I did a bit about this, but like you have to segue back into your life. You have to say goodbye. You have to be like, take care, Don, or 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 Bob. It's funny because I used Don as the guy name because it felt like a funny name. I didn't mean Don, your wife. Let me try it again. You have to be like, okay, take care, Glenn. We'll see you. <laughs> You know what I mean? That part of it, everything seems hot except the part where the person that you were fucking, the people you were fucking, leave. Yeah, but swingers really got it down now because yeah. they usually go to a swinger party and there's these rules. Because Patrice used to swing. Um, what was it? Big J used to swing. Mm. Remember that? Remember Patrice and Big J and Dante? They would all go to swing clubs because you couldn't go as uh, a, just a single guy. You had to bring a girl and then you could show up. And it's just people banging. What's that, Mush? All people who should never be on a swing. It's <laughs> <laughs> another good one. Um, so, I, look, I don't know if, if me and my wife, if Don was ever like, let's start swinging, I. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I'm just, I'm too much of a romantic, you know? I mean, I understand the allure of, you know, banging somebody. I could swing. If there was a couple that wanted to just use me, I could do that. But if they wanted my wife in on it too, I'd be pissed. Halfway through, I'd see her. Like, you don't do that to my balls. You know, right. I, why, you know, because you know, she'd, God forbid she starts really liking his penis more than she's ever liked my dick. Yeah. You know? Any uh, op any kind of open relationship thing is is a straight shot express train right to divorce. I mean, let's <laughs> let's be honest here. And a lot of people in Arizona, a lot of people in Florida fucking swing. Hot states swing. Have you noticed that? No, I never noticed that, but that's a good point. And now you say that, it does make sense. Yeah, hot. No, one in, no, one, no, one's, no one's swinging in Buffalo. Yeah, no, it's too cold to swing. Cold. Yeah, yeah. There's no swing. I mean, Arizona, when I'm on stage, I was asking everybody this weekend, I'm like, how long have you been married? Oh, we're not. It's like, what? Like, nobody's married. Everybody's on their second chick, and people just fuck. Like, I, was, I was at a Jimmy Buffett show in Anaheim, years ago 15 years ago with my friend derek and we were in the arena uh for the show and sitting and there was a woman like a biker dude like a kind of a, a thick biker couple like they were both like you know sleeveless tattooy type people they look like you and but like more bikery and the guy we were kind of chatting with them they were sitting behind us like this and we were chatting and having fun and they were much older than us and the guy was like i gotta go get some beers you guys keep an eye on my lady and he kind of winked and like and tapped us 
And then he left for a while, and the woman was reaching around, jerking off my friend Derek, like uh, down his shorts. What? Yeah, like during the show, what? like like in the middle of the Jimmy Buffett concert, we're you know listening to changes in latitudes, changing in attitudes, and she was just jerking them off. And like he was like, in his pants? like through down, like sh- we were, she was a seat behind us, so it was like down into his shorts, like like from the row behind, and he was like elbowing me, and I did like a double take. It was like a cartoon. And he was just getting his dick jerked off. And the guy was gone. And he came back and he's like, thanks for taking care of my girl. And we were like, no problem. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah it was that, wacky. See, that's the thing that goes back to uh, her not using a vibrator. So her fingers, they've done too much sexually to where it they needed to go further. And, and every time you take it a little further and a little further, you really can't come home. So right. you get to the point where it's like, okay, we'll fuck each other. Okay, we'll use devices. Okay, we'll let somebody watch. Okay, I'll let you fuck her. Okay, I need her to be at a fucking Ginny. I can. Oh, my wife only comes when I fuck her if she jerks a young guy off at a Jimmy Buffett concert. Yeah, Jimmy I mean, Buffett. I'm sure they went home and fucked, and he was like, yeah, you jerked off that fucking little fat merchant marine, didn't you? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's and it gets to that point where and some but some people have no problem with that. I would fucking as soon as we got home, I'd be like, Do you have a good time? Yeah, it was fun. Oh, you did? You fucking hoe? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even get beers. I just watched you jerk off a little fat kid, you fucking perv. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird thing. I could never swing with Dawn. I could never do it. I just want to say he listens to this podcast, so I take back the fat. He's not fat. He wasn't fat. He's a he's a good good kid. He's a, he's a fan of the podcast. Is that the guy who caught his his fucking his, his dad watching gay porn? No, that was a a guy in the comment section. You know you know my friend. He, he was my best man at my wedding. For God's sake! Oh yeah 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 yeah. I remember him. Yeah. What does that uh, mean? You don't like him? He listens to your show for years. I love him. I love him. He's a great guy. All right. Yeah. Well, you got jerked off at a Jimmy Buffett show. Yeah, that's, that, see, that's that's the problem. Is like that. That's hot to me, but I don't want it to be. I right. feel bad that that kind of turns me on. Because if I was at a concert with you, and some chick just grabbed my shit behind me, did you just fart, Gabby? <laughs> it sounds like Gabby ripped ass. No, it's my chair. Are you sure? Do it again to make sure. Where did she what go? What are you doing? You what are, you blow, are you blowing your boss right now? What are I'm you talking at my computer? Why? Because it's running out of battery. I mean, this is, should have been done before the show. Who does this? It sounded like a fart. Somebody pull that. I, I, I thought I plugged it in. Lean forward. It's this chair. Lean Plug forward. It. Oh, okay. All right. Um, that was just her vagina making squishy noises <laughs> yeah because it's always wet <laughs> well when i'm on the show <laughs> Woo! but you know what i'm saying like i wish that 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 didn't turn me on but it does did you get excited me well yeah were you were you like weren't you i mean she has two hands why couldn't she just jerk you off too well, I think he's cuter than me or something, and uh, I was too into the show. Like, he came, because he's like, I'll go to the... Th-. I mean, he came. He was like, I'll go, but I'm a parrot head. He's like, check it out. I'm getting jerked off, and I'm like, shut up. He's playing cheeseburger in paradise, you asshole. 
Like I was in it. I didn't even really realize until it was like almost through. And then I looked at his, you know, purple head and got excited. But, um, but no, here's the thing is you get, I wasn't there yet at that time. I was 24 and I was still looking to have missionary sex with regular ladies. Right. Now at this age, if some biker chick was like, let me jerk you off. I would just come right then and there. So you, if it happened at a concert, me and you were at a concert at a fucking gym, gym let's say somebody else. Let's say, uh, let's say Journey. We're at Journey with the Filipino singer, not 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 Steve Perry, and they the that same situation, and she wanted to jerk you off. You'd do it now? No, I wouldn't let someone jerk. I mean, I'm sober at the time. We were both hammered, and so were they. That, that's right. the thing that helped. Sobriety really helps a lot of this stuff. Well, hurts. Yeah, well, you go, yeah, I'm not going to let a biker chick jerk me off. If I had half a beer, if I let a beer touch <laughs> my lips, I would just start making out with that chick. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, fucking eat my asshole. I'll suck on your toes and, you know, I'll, I'll blow the biker guy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm sober, so I'd be like, no, thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. Have you ever done any gay stuff, Joe? No. I think about it all the time, though. <laughs> Constantly. What are you I talking about? I just, I want to be gay. I mean, the, Gabby's story, I'm like, I want to fuck a fucking MMA guy after hours. But I shouldn't, I shouldn't say publicly because I do MMA. <laughs> so you want to fucking roll around and get a Uma Plata right in your face? <laughs> I'm tapping in. <laughs> we'll read that. My buddy got jerked off in a porn theater from a woman while her husband watched. You said her bracelets were ringing the whole time. Was she wearing bangles? Yeah. yeah. She, 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 he was getting a hand job from a gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that type of sex stuff. I mean, it, if that happened now, I mean, yeah, I would have to say, I guess I would have to say no, but that'd be hard to, if I was in public and, Nobody was noticing, and some lady just reached around. Her husband was there and wanted to jerk me off. I, I would, it would be hard to go, no, thank you. Yeah. What my, now she's already tried to grab your dick, and she's behind you the whole concert. It's kind of uncomfortable. My buddy and I always laugh at like the situations where it's hard to turn down sex, and we always laugh so hard about, um, they call them lounge lizards. These women that will like blow truck drivers at truck stops. They're lot lizards, not lot lounge. lizards. Lot lizards. Lounge, lounge lizards. lizards. That was a they comedy special show. Is <laughs> <laughs> a, a different thing. Yeah, that's like a that's like a uh, a jazz player. Yeah, but they blow that, jazz players. That's such a funny idea to me of a guy that just drives for nineteen hours straight. He's making sixty cents a mile. He pulls off to a rest stop and just like leans his seat back and he's like, "Let me just sleep for an hour." And you just hear like on the window, and you're like, "Excuse me, would you like your dick sucked?" <laughs> like it's like what truck driver's like? Oh no, thank you. So fucking Mary Poppins at a truck stop. <laughs> Excuse me, would you like your penis sucked? I'm not good with lady voices. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be a tough thing. Like if you were if you were driving back from a gig, like a seven hour trip, you stopped at a truck stop just to get a quick nap, and some chick was knocking on your window. She's like, "You want a blowjob for five fifty? What would you say?" That's tough. I mean, five dollars and fifty cents. Yes, I'd take two of them. <laughs> I'd, I'd give her. I'd give her twelve and call it a day. You know, I picked up. 
a long time ago in Revere. Now that would you to bring this whole show full circle, by the way, um, you back in the day, Revere was, you know, a fucking sketchy place. And they had a lot of hookers back before the Internet. They had girls that would kind of, uh, you know, it wasn't like downtown Boston, the combat zone where there'd be girls in certain areas like hookers. But in rural areas, you could see these women kind of hanging out in front of 7-Elevens or walking down the highway, and they were hookers. And you could, you want to ride? And they'd be like, yeah. And they'd fucking blow you, and you'd give them 20 bucks and and on their way. And I remember one night I was, was mid, in the middle of the winter, the fucking middle. I was freezing out, sub-zero. And I went to a 7-Eleven and there was a one of those hookers there, this woman, and uh, she uh, she propositioned me, Ooh. and I said, "Okay, I got to go inside. I got to get a pack of cigarettes." She goes, "Can you get me nachos?" <laughs> I was like, "All right," and I remember I got a thing of nachos with hot sauce and a, and a orange soda, and we got in my car and we drove down to this spot where she was like, "Just pulling here." And there was like a little parking lot that was empty uh, off of the Linway. And we, she, I remember she was eating her nachos and it was so warm in the car and she was so cold for so long that her boogers started running out. Oh. <laughs> oh. And she was eating nachos. It was just as cool with salsa. And, I've, and we just wound up talking until like six in the morning. And I just let her sit in my car and she just told me about her life. And then I gave her 20 bucks and I just dropped her off back at the 7-Eleven. Like, I mean, I think it was hours later. I just really kinda, nice. I kept her oh warm. God. I felt so bad. But the, it was hard for me because there was that dark side of me that was like, oh, you know, she wiped her nose. Let, you know, just get a blowjob. You know what I mean? Or let her give you a hand job at least. And I really had to fight that to be like, you know, just drop her off. And, you know, the sun was up and I dropped her off and she was like, bye. And I like, I felt like I saved her life. <laughs> yeah, that's a good story. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I used to do, I used to, I used to get prostitutes a lot back in the day. $20. Uh, Lynn, they had a thing called the loop. And the Lynn, it was a bad section of Lynn. And there was this, like this, you know, you'd walk around the loop and uh, there was girls and you'd see a girl and you just pull over and she'd get in and like 20 bucks and she'd just go somewhere and blow you real quick and then go back. And I was really addicted to that. For, I mean, this, this fucking kid I knew who was in the program, by the way, got me addicted to it. Jesus. And I, I felt... Uh, I really had to fucking fight my way out of it. Like I had to like really be like, I can't do this anymore. This is, you know, because it's, it's the funny thing. It's never, um, it's never looked down upon really. Isn't that weird? There's a really good comment. It says, I got, it's Greg Shepard. He said, I got blown in the parking lot of a Bill and Bob's roast beef while my friends were inside ordering. She had an eye patch. Wow. Was that one of the, uh, Greg, was that one of the ladies that 
Bob's talking about here? A $20 lady? Because that can't just be a random woman that walked up and said, let me suck your dick. I assume she wanted a meatball sub or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. And what's, what's Bill and Bob? I don't know Bill and Bob's roast beef. Bill and Bob's roast beef was the best. Oh, I'm a Mike's guy. I'm Mike's all the way. Mike's is great, but Bill and Bob's was, I think Bill and Bob's was better than Mike's. Mike's is good though. What? No, just a free blowjob. This sounds, I'm, I did, I'm calling, I'm calling Greg out. I think this was a man, a gay man who wanted to get off. And Greg is doing that thing where you switch the gender to make the story fit because I don't, I've never met one woman who wasn't a prostitute who just walked up and blew a guy named Greg in a parking lot of a sandwich shop. No, it's work. Yeah, I think this. I think this "quote unquote" lady's name was Mike. Yeah, there it is. Bill and Bob's roast beef. Fuck, they so good, man. Bill and Bob's roast beef is, I think, way better than Kelly's, and I think it's better than Mike's. No kidding. All right, I'll hit it up next time. Never went there once my whole life. Yeah, Land and Sea is good too in Saugus. Uh, I believe it's in Saugus. That's a good one too. Um. Yeah, that's. I mean, look, Joe. I want my kid to. Uh, what was that? It was trying to be a fart, but it came out a little, little. Oh, it's if it if it sounded as bad as it smells, it would have been great. Um, <laughs> I'm. I want my kid to be more like you, though. Just like a no sex until he's older. Yeah, I didn't have sex till I was twenty-seven. Are you kidding me? Really? Yes. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was 31. Uh, no, I was 18. You were 18. That's a perfect age to have sex. What was his name? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. What, what, what it was with a girlfriend or a random girl? It was my girlfriend, yeah. Really? I, it was hot and heavy. It was her first time, too? I was hot and she was heavy. Um, yeah, it was her first time. Ah, so you popped her cherry. Uh, yeah, you could say that. Sure. Was there is there blood when that happens? In the movies, but I had nothing. I don't know if I got a small dick. I was looking for blood. I used ketchup just to make myself feel better. <laughs> I mean, there, was, there was nothing. There was not. She didn't make a sound. She didn't come. I didn't come. It was embarrassing. No, we broke. We broke up like three weeks later. You oh didn't come. No, I didn't know how to do it or what to do. I've had awkward experience like that when you first start having sex. I, I remember I, I hooked up with this me and uh, this met this chick at a Bruins game at the Old Garden, and uh, she was from Sharon, Mass. This, Ooh, this Jewish chick. I know what that means. Yes, sir. Yeah, this Jewish broad from Sharon, Mass, and uh, me and Frankie Paul Castro took the train out there. Her and her friend, and uh, we hung out at their house in the basement, and uh, we had. We had we had sex, but she didn't know what she was doing either. And I, she was like, "You have to wear rubber." And I was like, "It's fucking, it's mid February. It's twenty below out. You live by a lake. I don't know. I can't. I don't have any rubbers. I can't get a rubber. I don't even know where the fuck I am. We had to walk <laughs> five miles from my, the train station to get here. And uh, she gave me a blue little balloon." But the little ones, you have to kind of stretch out to make a balloon animal like. And I remember I put it on my helmet. It just fit on the tip of my helmet. And it wrapped around my helmet. So I was like, oh, this is good. No. 
And then uh, speaking of my jizz. <laughs> um, yeah, so. And I remember I, when we, would, we did it for like five seconds and then it fell off. Oh. Yeah, and I, I, just, I just left. I wonder if it's still in her. She probably, when she queefs, it fucking blows up a little bit. <laughs> it's like the sound. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I don't know. It's happened ever since I was young. <laughs> <laughs> she gives birth and a giraffe comes out. <laughs> <laughs> she has a strong desire to be a clown in fucking Denmark. <laughs> all right well listen man we're gonna wrap this up joey you uh you have a new album out yeah my well my album comes out october 16th but it's streaming for free on pandora right now it's called i hate myself and it's different than the youtube special you can watch the youtube special maybe you already watched it it's a little bit of an alternative take so check out the album stream the album and go watch the special leave some nice comments i hate myself on youtube and um Tuesdays with Stories, of course, as always. And also, I have the new podcast, Mindful Metal Jacket. There's an episode with Bobby. We just I just interviewed Sharon Salzberg, who wrote this book. She's like a world-famous meditation teacher. I took some swings and started messaging these like world-famous, world-renowned meditation teachers. And she's the only one like, a back to me. So she's way Whoa. too big of a guest for me to be interviewing. But it's up there now. It's on YouTube okay. and everywhere. Explain to, these, explain to everybody what this is about. Because this podcast is not busting balls or talking about sex or the average podcast where it's kind of free form. Let's talk about whatever we talk about. Cause you know, on the YKWD, there are no rules. There are no topics. Uh, I invented it all, but your podcast is different. What is it about? It's uh, well, it's about ultimately trying to be about mindfulness, but all kinds of psychology, therapy, anxiety, fears. And we talk about all those things. It's sort of a mental health podcast. And, uh, I don't know. I'm really proud of it. Some of the reviews are like the best things I've ever read in my career. And there's a bunch of great episodes. Uh, Dan Soder's on there, Robert Kelly, Sharon Salzberg, and uh, lots of great comics. And I'm getting more Buddhist instructors and stuff like that. So uh, it's exciting. It's a, it's a good time. I'm going to try to start getting some some cool guests. So, Oh, yeah, there you go. This guy listened to you and I. That's a very popular one, the one with Robert. Gabby, I'll have yeah. you on sometime. Do you get anxiety ever? I do. Great. Hopefully I've gotten even out of meditation. Oh, awesome! Yeah, we should talk about it sometime. Okay. No, it is. It was a real. I, you know, it was, it's fun to do a podcast that you don't have to be. Uh, you know, you have to zing every couple of minutes. It's fun to have a conversation, and uh, and kind of let it go where it was. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm proud of it. And and there are some laughs too. People always say it's funny because you know it's a serious conversation. So the there's when the jokes come, it's it's fun and funny. So yeah, I'm proud yeah. of it. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Well, make sure you check out Joe List. Uh, Joe, I love you, buddy. You're one of my closest friends. <laughs> I love I love you too. It okay, sounded yeah. like that. Was, you stop. It sounded like there was more I to come because usually you interrupt. Somebody usually will, at that point. In the movie script, the writer would have wrote, I love you, one of my closest friends. Uh, Joe, uh, you're one of my closest too, dot, dot, dot. Thanks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I fucked up. I fucked up the, uh, I missed my line. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, well, Joe, I love your podcast. Uh, I love that one, especially. I'd love to do it again. It's always great having you. I love you. You're one of my closest friends. I got a hard cock right now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what the fuck? God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Thanks for coming on the You Know What, Dude. Um, we have to uh, do a little thing here where I read names. If you want to stick around, that'd be great, Joe, for a couple seconds. No, I'll take off. That's fine. No, just hang on, would you? <laughs> we do, uh, Joe, we do a, uh, we do like eight minutes extra for the Patreon people. Will you mind hanging? Because I have a couple questions for you. Oh, God. Just yeah, sure. Minutes. I'd love to. Uh, okay. All right, here we go. Uh, I want to thank... Uh, Laura Khalifa. Okay. Bob Saget. Get the fuck out of here. Really? Bart Walkenauer and Justin Silva. Justin? Justin. Is that it? That's it. All right, cool. Guys, uh, YKWD fans, if you're a fan of mine, this is always free Sunday night. But if you want to support uh, the YKWD, we've been doing it for a long time. Patreon.com slash Robert Kelly. Uh, you get this show free, an extra 10 minutes up on Patreon that nobody else sees. Uh, and, of course, uh, you know, you'll be helping on the show. I had somebody on the Patreon say, hey, dude, you know, you got all these shows and blah, blah, blah. Look, man. Uh, we're going to comment on that now because I want to talk to Joe, how he feels about Patreon and stuff. But th I get I a lot of content on this Patreon, and I hope, number one, you want to support my creativity and my life from the shed, my one-on-one, -on -one, my tech talk with Bobby and friends, YKWD, and Calter and Kelly, all the stuff I put up there. But I do release some of this stuff after time or whatever so that we can get more people into the shows so i hope you like it and if you're a fan of mine be a fan there it's a price of a fucking cup of coffee at starbucks for god's sakes and uh you're supporting the show so make sure you are and all you cocksuckers that are a member of the patreon i love you and i want to say welcome to the new ones i want to say thank you to the old ones and make sure you spread the word tweet it tell your friends get everybody to sign up and be part of this uh so now we're going to go to the 10 minutes of the other so you know what, dude? We'll see you guys next week. And now we're gonna You've been listening to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs.